Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It's Flobo Voice, of course, up in the mayor's office and uh i can't believe it i feel like this year has just picked up in pace i i felt like just last week i was dealing with the holiday christmas lights whether or not i was gonna do it or not um i don't know christmas is like top three holidays of all time and it's one of my favorites because it's all about things like harmony and togetherness and all that stuff. And well, today's guest, we have not one, but two separate business owners collaborating together and some sort of a panel, I guess, a makeshift panel, but one that I greatly appreciated. But before I get to all that, I just want to say, as I always do, if you want to unlock the unabridged or early access to the video versions of these interviews, become a member of the Boisterous Crew. That's our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boys. There's things happening there all the time. I'm actually launching a book club on the Patreon uh, uh, exclusively for Boisterous Crew members. Become a member at patreon.com slash Boys. And if you want to know more about the shows I host and things I'm working on the projects, newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, amsterdam.com. So my guests this episode, uh, firstly, I had a fantastic time. Uh, speaking with massage uh, therapist and uh, dance troupe instructor, Rashonda Parker, uh, for, for the first time. And uh, for the second time, I had Faraja Solomon on this show. A little bit of trivia. Faraja was my first ever guest on New Amsterdam Radio. I this show didn't really have guests. Uh, about this time last year, it was just me talking to my phone app at the time about what was happening to creatives until Faraja opened my eyes and to be able to interview real people who are doing real things. And I realize there's so many ways to get Instagram inspiration, but it's a whole different thing entirely to speak with the creatives that are actually doing it. So it's a lot of fun to catch up with her, to see her businesses. If you haven't seen it already, I mentioned it in the interview, but if you haven't seen it already or listened to it already, excuse me, episode 42, What's in the Box, one of the most popular downloaded episodes of all time of New Amsterdam Radio. But I have rambled long enough. Make sure you tune in to Faraja Solomon and Rashonda's Parker Talk right now on New Amsterdam Radio. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio Podcast for <laughs> Creatives. And I'm, I'm having a great old time being joined by two individuals who are entrepreneurs in more ways than one. At first, I want to introduce my guest, who was the first ever guest I had on the show, I guess about a year ago, in the beginning of quarantine, so 20 years ago. I want to get it up for, for Mr. Fraser Solomon. Fraser, how you doing? Hey, okay, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Where's the fanfare? Where's the fanfare? Yo, I don't have that drop yet. I'm sorry. Okay, next time. Next time I'm on your show, I'm going to need to hear, like, audience go, Ooh. An audience? You want an audience? I'm in my bedroom. Yeah. I don't know what kind of audience you're looking for. Uh, 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 but she's not alone. She's being joined by another entrepreneur who's doing big things in her own circles. Miss Rashonda Parker, how you doing, Miss Rashonda? Great. How are you? 
I'm good. New Amsterdam Radio's podcast for creatives. I get to sit and talk and learn all about people who are doing the big things and all that jazz. But first question I have for both of you. Uh, it's 2021. It's, we're recording this the, the first week of February. Black History Month, y'all. Um, how how Black is, History Month. Yeah, how you? Yeah, so perspective. Black History Year. Yeah, it should be. Uh, how has your your brand and self have grown year into year in? We went through the pandemic. We're still going through the pandemic. How has that changed when it comes to your approach for your businesses? Uh, Marketing-wise, for me, um, using it as um, – because I'm in the health field, you know, so um, a lot of people are afraid to get a massage now, so do massage therapy. So I just try to market it in a way that um, let them know that you're you're still safe and you know it's sanitized. I change my schedule around to where it's like um, in between clients is a, a big gap, so it won't be many people bumping into each other. Uh, right, sign yeah. the door, you have to wait outside and then come in. I mean, I just I do take every measure that I can possible because I don't think anything's really gonna i mean just stay home really right and and so with your massage business what was the original decision to go into that i mean even before the pandemic you are touching people you know what i'm saying yeah yeah (laughs) my decision to be a massage therapist yeah um it never was my decision it was my friend's decision so i used to give one of my uh friends a massage a lot and it was his idea that i should go because he said i was good i should go to school and get paid for it so, oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm he? Like, I'll go, yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times we find, our, yeah, we find our gifts and someone goes, yo, man, you can, do, we can make money off of this. You know, I'm going mm-hmm. for it. Uh, Miss Raja, I, I want you to know this. This is something from the bottom of my heart. Of all the episodes I've had of the show, your episode, <clears throat> What's in the Box, uh, What's in the Yoni Box, uh, is the fourth most downloaded episode of all time. Really? Oh. Yeah, it's top five. It's top five. Yeah. Uh, I got to watch it. Yeah, yeah, you have to watch it. You yeah, gotta watch it. it. Sam Rado, yeah. Or listen to it. Listen to it. Because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't like visual. I think it was just audio. Yeah, I was back in the back in the dark ages. Well, I didn't know what. So I was maybe doing. this is gonna top that. It, it's a possibility. But how, it's a possibility. How, same question for you. I mean, since that business, you're actually focusing on another one. Uh, how's that been been for you over the past? I don't know, pandemic and a half. Um. So knowing that I'm a nurse, I been working since the pandemic right so no no sleep no rest for nurses essential uh essential workers people don't know we're essential until shit happens right um it's been different for me like i don't really need to market because i'm already out there so i say what i do when it comes to my business so being in california i'm going more into the natural stuff uh you know being from new york we don't i mean caribbeans do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Caribbean sea moss and everything. I know. Sea moss and everything, <laughs> herbs and everything. You know, you know how our moms are. Mm-hmm. But coming here, it's the same but different because you're dealing with the American culture. Um, but it's the California culture too. They're right. very much kale, avocados, and you know, natural stuff. Do you hate kale <laughs> so, avocados or you're, I couldn't tell if you liked them or hated them. <laughs> kale, I love kale, 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 love kale. avocado. Just not ooh, I had these kale chips. That was horrible from Trader yeah. Joe's. I definitely returned those joints, bro. I was like, this is not gonna work. And the Trader Joe's guy was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Oh, sorry, sorry. I was like, uh, my money back, but this is horrible. <laughs> 
So what I do is with my patients and I tell them that I do also natural stuff and I do like the cannabis nurse too, right? So it's not something that I really promote because some people are kind of taboo about that, but my patients do know and I do talk. It's word of mouth, word of mouth. So if you know me and you know what I do, you're coming to me. What are challenges that's been for you to say, look, I'm going to work for myself, especially in cultures where it's kind of pushed to get a good job, quote unquote. Oh, mm-hmm. I can go first if Rashana doesn't have. Mm-hmm. You go. So, um, being a woman of color, uh, actually, I had a podcast with a white woman, and she was discussing being black during the pandemic, being a nurse. So, being a woman of color is harder for me. I, I'm sure it's for Rashana too, being in the healthcare because people of other races look at you as if you're lesser than, anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. I get the I get the oh, you're a nurse. Oh, I didn't know you. they make black nurses. Oh, uh, the garbage is over there. Oh, that's funny because I'm not picking up garbage. But hey, shout out mm-hmm. to the janitor. But that's not me. Um, so I get that. And I think but with the black culture, too, I do get kind of like, oh, I didn't know you could be a nurse type stuff. So I use that to my advantage because I say representation is very important. Right. Representation is important. How you look is important. I, I want to be out there as a black professional so others can see that it's, it's possible. You can do it. Um, and if you can't do it, I'm still here to help you just solely based on your, off your color. Now, if your character shows me differently, I'm going to treat you differently, too. But when I see a patient that's black, um, Hispanic, color of color, I do try my best to help. But it's, def- it's hard because of the stigma. Like in the beginning, the first couple of years, it was hard because um, I would use a lot of black people's faces and bodies to advertise uh, massage therapy. Mm-hmm. And I had a black friend tell me, you should use a you know a white person's face. And that really pissed me off. I'm like, so I have to sell my, my service or product with someone that does not look like me so that right. it sells. Right. That didn't make any sense to me. And he was like, well, maybe you can um, use a white face and a black face. But like, yeah, that's a good idea, too. But I don't see nothing wrong with me just using the black woman's face. Right. You know? And also, when as far as using, because, uh, you know, when I do my dancing, I do my tribal art. I also, I, did, I have one of my, my friends model for a massage photo for me with the tribal mark on her face mm-hmm. as for, uh, for massage therapy. So I went as far as that. Um, I don't believe that I really stopped my business, though, but it kind of discouraged me a little bit, but I just kept going with, I, I mean, I do add white people sometimes, sure. but I'm a black owned business. So, yeah. and I do want to cater more to the black people because the majority of black people, well, that I saw then, they weren't getting massages. They were just going to the hospitals and, you know, doctors say, go take this drug. And I'm telling you, hey, you don't got to go take that drug. You can do yoga and you'll be fine. Something depending on what it is, how serious it is. Yeah. You, you, it's like you have to go down this time, this line of um, all your options, weigh out all your options first. Massage doesn't work, chiropractor doesn't work, you herbals doesn't work. Then, then you go see your doctor, and hey, you may have you may need that surgery, but right. don't just go get the surgery because some people have done that before. And they're like, oh yeah, my doctor said I need surgery, and da 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 da. And I'm like, well, let's try the massage. And after they see me, after a while, they're fine, you don't need no surgery. 
Uh, is it an important uh, thing to find a niche or to start off a business with a niche or to find it? Like, is it better to... I, I think it is important. It t well, believe it or not, it took me 10 years to find my own niche. Okay. And I'm, I like to work with people that um, have an issue. Because there, if you try to focus on every aspect of massage therapy, you get so many people. So you have to deal with so many different people, personalities and um, whatever they're coming in for. But if you focus on one thing... And you can still do relaxation and, you know, other kinds of uh, massages. But if you focus, if you hone in on one thing, then you're more focused and you you try to um, get more of those clients and you pay more attention to that and you um, you gain more experience in those situations. Sure. Yeah. So then because sometimes you don't have to. There's a lot of therapists out there. I can't service everybody. I think it's important to find your niche but if you don't know what it is then you will find it and i think that being a person of color has helped me because people trust you more and the, the reason why i say that is because certain people trust you more because being of you know of our culture and of our background and our color going to healthcare professionals is taboo and I definitely understand because look at the Tuskegee experiment. Like there is so much things that they did to us solely based off of our color. And yet, and still we go there first to have them diagnose us, to give us answers, to tell us what to do. But like Roshana was saying, try the natural, try the natural um, route first. Try herbs, try massages. Like Roshana is actually good guys. She's, her hands are amazing. Like I was like, girl, if you was a man, you know, <laughs> she was amazing. Like you know, you know. Um, she's really good at what she does, and I feel like being someone who's of color, we need that representation. One of the things about the business that a lot of times when we start our own, we don't think about is like the actual business of business, right? The the financials, the projections, the expenses and all that. Uh, what has been one of the craziest stories about that? The challenges you have of, of maintaining the business quarter after quarter? <laughs> She's raising her hand. I'm done. Oh, we gotta see this bird of her raising her head. You can... She's raising her hand, folks. <laughs> if I understand the question correctly, it's like, I want to, it's hard to separate because it's a personal service that I do. It's hard to separate myself from my business. And I really need them to understand that this is a business. Not, I'm not your friend. I'm here to help you. I'm, you, you can talk about your issues, but I'm not going to give you like mm, advice in a way. Like I can't diagnose you with anything. Mm -hmm. And I need you to follow my protocols. I need you to go to the website that I paid for so that you can have all the information, <laughs> all the ads. I put every, I put the who, you learn this in elementary school, right? Or, or middle school, who, what, when, where, and why, when you're doing advertisement and flyers, things like that. I put it all in there. I need you to read it. But then, you know, there are people that just don't want to read it. And you have to answer these questions over and over and over. And it's like, it makes the work hard sometimes because you got so many people ask you the same question. But people say, oh, if they ask you the same question, post it here, but I post it everywhere. Right. <laughs> One of the craziest things I saw once I moved to California was like the sign that says, we reserve the right to refuse service for everybody. Oh. <laughs> that tripped me out the first time I saw that. And I was like, what? You can, you can do that? You uh, have a right to do that? 
What do you mean? Uh, I have money. That brings me to another thing. Um, people think just because you're you're a massage therapist, you're a business, that doesn't mean we are a good fit. Because right. I, I know there are some people out there like, like Farah just said, I'm a good massage therapist. But if I massage you, you may not like my touch. It may not be a touch for you. And that's okay because I'm finally, like I had to learn that, but I'm okay with it because you're not my client, vice versa. So it's like it goes hand in hand because some people I don't want to see. <laughs> they, may, they might like my massage that I do, but it's like I don't like your energy. I don't like the fact that you smoke cigarettes when you come inside my shop. Uh, it, it's all through your pores. I don't like the fact that you're drunk in here. And it's like, I got to make all these signs for people that don't have common sense. Right. Well, you know, a lot of things I've heard other entrepreneurs do this, and they have troubles with like, like, or not trouble, I would say another challenge is firing clients and being like, there's a difference mm -hmm. between I got to eat and provide versus no, this is going to kill my spirit. <laughs> you know? Uh, follow my rules. Uh, same question yeah. for you, Farisha. I mean, has there any been challenges on the business side of business? Like the, the uh, there's the been there's been times I get I mean I get hit on like oh you can give me a discount and here's my number like bruh I don't want your number and I don't want your money actually so um oh give me, like a lot of discount questions and I feel like you'll never ask uh you'll never ask Nike for a discount you'll never ask Foot Locker for a discount you'll never ask like big corporations like yo can I get a discount like the discount is like a coupon they'll give it to you like why are you asking someone who's in a small business and you're like can I get a discount oh this is too expensive if you if it's too expensive then go to some go somewhere else because these are my prices and I feel like they are validated because I get my products from different people too you know what I'm saying so I, eventually we're gonna try to uh, grow our own stuff which is something that I'm gonna definitely be doing so I'll be getting it cheaper but in the time being you can't ask for a discount you're not first of all i don't give my family a discount so why the heck am i giving you a discount like it doesn't even make sense off of the strength of oh um oh you know we brothers and sisters you black oh my black sister hey my black brother run that money though <laughs> so if you guys didn't believe her right now rage is from brooklyn um uh yeah you know what i was gonna say something about your hat but i was like is it appropriate brooklyn veteran you need to send yeah. me that hat you know my uh, address okay, <laughs> brooklyn uh, we built the building you had mentioned dance Rajanta. uh your other business dna dance uh, is is uh, instruction? Is it like performance, live performance art? What is yeah, I've like? been doing this for a very long time. I don't know how many years actually, but um, it, it it's a hobby that makes money, and then you know the money goes away. Then it's just a hobby again. So it's back and forth. There's no like EIN number for it or whatever. But um, before pandemic, we had shows. We got booked for shows. Uh, I learned how to get paid a lot of money to do um, Black History Month Corporation um, dance classes for one hour. I was like, what? Yeah, I was in that dance class. Yeah. Huh? It was awesome. The yeah, dance yeah, I did yeah. with you. So, like, so post-pandemic, um, it's like people were going into a frenzy because they didn't know how we're going to dance. What are we going to do? Oh, my God. And then Zoom and then Crowdcast and then, you know, Instagram Live and we're like, oh, there's a way. But then that died out because they're like, uh, I can't hear you. Uh, it's shaky. Is it right? Is this just like so? Now it's like a bunch of students in class. No students in class. Oh, okay, so yeah. Went away. But yeah. I've been so unmotivated when it came when it comes to dancing. So when my friend 
unfortunately, because our relationship is dying down, she has more time for me. <laughs> to go to go dancing, so we're we're dancing again now. Cause I I'll, I'll admit I was mad because you're my friend first. You met him through me, and now we're not dancing anymore. All of a sudden, you couldn't call and say, "Oh, I got a boyfriend now." I'm sure I'm sure they dancing though. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh my god, okay, I gotta find a new dance partner. I don't know what to do. That's gonna go so, to the journal. You left me. <laughs> How could you? In the meantime, if everyone want to check you guys out online to follow what you're working on, what you're building on, how would they do that? For me, check it out on my Instagram. Go ahead. Royaltouchwellness.com. And then my Instagram is DNA Dance Tribe. Faraja, right, uh, where yeah. can I find you online? How can I follow you up on your projects? Oh, uh, Faraja Solomon. My name is Sol last name is Solomon. Uh, BK Girl to CA Girl for us on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>